Welcome to Living Life in Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. So tonight, I wanted to do a short, special podcast about clinical trials for vitiligo patients. I've participated in absolutely zero clinical trials. Not by choice. I've been invited to four. But each time, I've been told that I didn't have enough vitiligo on my face to participate. And my understanding that a lot of these clinical trials, they want vitiligo community members with vitiligo on their face only. And that's the part they want to cure or treat. And I understand that. And I support that. However, I feel like the data that they're collecting is not true data. Because if you're going to do clinical trials on a vitiligo treatment, you should have all five types of vitiligo present so you can understand how these treatments are going to work with our different types but that's not happening um and to get rejected it just to me it shows that the medical field they want to treat us for just a small portion of the community as we know vitiligo is not present in just one area it could be on the arms legs face of course um other parts of the body but those of us with none on our faces are being told we can't participate in a clinical trial and I just feel like that's not fair um, and that's not on on behalf of the vitiligo community that falls on the clinicians and these companies that are hosting these vitiligo trials clinical trials and it makes me often wonder if they are only looking at a small portion of our community, how effective is the data that they're using to find a treatment? That is my question to them. Are they truly that effective? And I know I've talked to many people on my podcast that have used certain uh, treatments and it has worked for them. Uh, for some, it didn't work. But for someone like myself, if I decide I wanted to get a treatment, the treatment out there is really not designed for me. It's designed if I have a lot on my face. But if I wanted to treat my feet, I'm being told no. Um, not necessarily from the doctors, because if I go to a doctor, they're going to prescribe me a, uh, a medication or something for my vitiligo. But that medication or treatment they're giving me, it's not designed to cure what I have. My aspect of vitiligo is designed to cure it if I have a lot on my face. So I just feel like we as a community need to hold the doctors and these clinical trial companies uh, accountable for collecting the proper data. And we have the right to do that as people participating in clinical trials. We need to ask the right questions. We need to challenge them. You know, if you're asking me to come to a clinical trial and I have it on my face, what about my brother or sister who has it on their elbow or the arm that wants the same treatment? You know, they need to be a part of this so we can make sure the data is correct. When that medication goes out there to the market, that it is designed to treat all forms of vitiligo. I feel we need to also hold these study circles and these home survey companies accountable. I participated in quite a few. Um, however, they didn't quite like my answers. You know, I was asked about uh, would I take a cure if it was available, and I said I said yes, only if it was safe, only if there were no long-term side effects. And I'm not taking it for myself. I'm taking it for 
the brother or sister out there who lives with vitiligo who really wants to be treated. I'd rather test it on myself to see if it works. And that will bring hope to somebody else. And the person who was conducting this particular study, the person that was conducting the study didn't quite agree with my response. And I said, that is my response. You know, that's how I feel about it. Sometimes they'll try to convince us to answer questions a certain way. Sometimes they want us to have these sob stories, you know, about how hard it like is, which it is. I was there. But if, you know, if I'm living my life now, sometimes I always don't, I, I don't want to always relive the past. You know, I want to move forward and talk about how I'm living my life now. You know, I don't always want to talk about the depression and the anxiety and and not wanting to go to certain places because of how I look. So that's really my thoughts on things. Um, I just want to share a little bit with my listeners. And, and that's really it. So think on those things and we will talk a little bit later. Thank you for tuning in to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton. Just want our listeners to know that this particular podcast is my commentary. It does not reflect the leadership or the thinking of the leadership for Vit Friends or my Vitiligo team. And this podcast is sponsored by my Vitiligo team. So thank you very much for listening. You'll take care. God bless. Have a wonderful evening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.